Welcome to the She Who Overcomes podcast. I'm Mandy B. Anderson, and a few years ago, I started a life and business coaching company with my bestie. I'm a wife, a business owner, a coach, a speaker, and the author of the book that inspired this podcast, She Who Overcomes, Rising Out of the Ashes of Your Circumstances. I'm also training to run my first half marathon. Oh, and did I mention I'm doing all of this while overcoming a life-threatening illness called cystic fibrosis? It's true. And hey, if I can rise up, so can you. Each week on this podcast, I'll be here to encourage and equip you with the skills you need to rise up as the successful overcomer you were designed to be. So grab your coffee and let's hang out. Hey guys, welcome back to the She Who Overcomes podcast. I am recording this on a very rainy day. And I got to tell you, I'm really excited to share this episode with you. So this episode is called, How Do You Grow a Deep Faith? And I got this idea to talk about this topic because this is something that I have spent helping our clients develop over the last five years. Um, it's, It's something that has been deeply a part of my life. And so I have a lot of people asking me, how do you do this? And I want to just tell you right now that it's not what you think it might be. Um, This is not about telling you what church to go to or even what what faith or religion or uh, denomination to be a part of. In fact, I know that there are many listeners who don't even have the same faith that I have, but I want you to know that this is still something that you can maybe glean some wisdom from. Maybe you can glean some tips on how to be more spiritually grounded yourself, whether we have the same faith or not. And so I just want to dive right in and share this part of my life with you. Um, if you've been listening to the She Who Overcomes podcast since the beginning, then it's no surprise that I do have a deep faith in God and that um, I believe Jesus is my Savior. But this is one of those things where um, over the last five years in our coaching company, we've had people from all walks of life and all walks of faith joining us and and coming to us for help with with different life life things that they wanted to overcome. And I've had the wonderful privilege of working with people who are uh, atheists, who are Buddhist, who have the same faith as me, who don't have the same faith as me, as me, who have walked away from church or from the the typical uh, way that religion looks in this country that we live in. And so, I want you to know that I'm sharing this with you not from the point of view of judgment, but from the point of view of this is my story. This is how how I've done it, how I've developed a deep faith, and what you choose to do with it is up to you from this point. So let's dive in. Um, It all started, um, this topic started with a coaching session that I was doing with one of my clients about a year ago. And she simply asked me a question. She said, how did you do it? And I could hear this sincerity through the phone lines, like she deeply wanted to know the answer. So I answered with, how how did I do what? And she simply replied with, how did you grow your faith so deep? What was your first step? 
And I got to tell you, this was probably one of the best questions that I had ever been asked in a private coaching session. And the answer might surprise most people because it wasn't done in church. So let me explain. Um, I grew up with the privilege of experiencing a handful of religions within the Christian culture. So my mom was raised Catholic, my dad was raised Lutheran, and at some point in their marriage, they decided to go to a Baptist church. And that's where I got to experience things like Awana and Crystal Springs Baptist Camp, which is where I met my bestie and business partner, Rachel. Well, somewhere along the journey, uh, they stumbled upon a more evangelical route. And so I spent the majority of my high school and college years in the Assemblies of God environments. And I really am thankful for the opportunity to experience all of these settings and to really understand different theologies, because that's that's what it is. It's, it's different theologies. It's If you think about it, it's kind of like all these different denominations are just brands, okay? So if, if you have a business mindset or you see the world in, in business terms, then all these different denominations are just different brands. They all have a foundation of believing that, you know, Jesus is the savior of the world, but they have a different theology as to how to go about living that out. And so I'm really thankful that I have that understanding of different uh, theologies and different religions um, with within the Christian culture, but that's not where my faith grew deep. I mean, I had the years where I was really involved in church where um, I was really involved with worship ministry. And my husband and I would spend time going to church throughout the week to practice for different things. My husband ran, uh, my husband ran the sound ministry, and so he was running the audio equipment while we were practicing different things. And so we were at church all the time. And what I discovered is that after a while, I was actually at church for the wrong reason. I wasn't there because I was growing my relationship with God. I was there because I was performing. And that didn't sit well with me. So I took a step back, both my husband and I did, about not quite a decade ago. And we started redefining how we spend time with God. Now, we're not against church not at all. Um, We've had seasons in our life where we go to church and seasons where we don't. Um, And the seasons where we don't actually go to church or we're not a part of a congregation are the seasons where we listen to podcast episodes or we dive into Bible passages together. And those are some of the seasons that have really developed our, our faith the deepest, and it has grown us as a couple. So my faith, personally, began to grow deeper in the trenches of life that were lived between the pages of my Bible and the cushions of my treatment chair. So if this is your first episode and you're like, what is a treatment chair, Mandy? Well, I was born with cystic fibrosis. And so every morning I wake up and I do a 30-minute breathing treatment. And I sit in this chair and that's where I read my Bible. That's where I journal. That's where I dream. And that is where my faith began to grow deep. It was fed while listening to podcasts. Sometimes I would listen to them daily, sometimes several times a day. In fact, when I find a podcast episode that really breathes life into my faith and 
draws me closer to God and helps me question different things about how I'm living my life and and what God is doing in my life, I listen to it repeatedly. And so those are the type of things that challenge my viewpoints. My faith grew deep roots in the moments of speaking God's word over my life. I call that truth statements. They're kind of like affirmations, but it's really uh, speaking God's word as though like personalizing it. And so that is when the fear and the doubt and the worry um, dissipated. Because before I started doing that, things like fear and doubt and worry were threatening to drown me in despair and hopelessness. But I discovered that spending time with God and speaking His Word over my life started to get rid of the fear and the doubt and the worry. You see, church gave me a foundation of understanding, but my deep faith grew when I made it more about an everyday relationship than a weekly obligation. I was no longer satisfied with just showing up at church and putting in my time or performing or volunteering. I wanted more. I wanted to know the creator of my soul and experience him on a level that I had never found within the four walls of a building. And I desired that more than I desired looking perfect or cool or being the best volunteer or the best singer in a church. And so that is when my faith had a chance to grow deep. When I desired to know my creator more than I desired to gain approval in a church. And so my question to you right now, my friend, is have you ever felt like my client did? Like you wanted to know how to grow a deep faith? If you did, if you have felt that way or you feel that way right now, I want to share a few secrets with you. Secret number one is that it won't happen overnight. Here's the thing. I fully confess this. I believe that what the Bible says is is true and that Jesus is the Savior of the world and that when you accept Him into your life, your salvation is instant. But deep faith is not instant. It won't happen overnight because you've had years and years and years of thinking one way and it takes time to build your faith muscles just like it takes time to build physical muscles. It won't happen overnight, but you can speed up the process. And it's really up to you and how badly you want it. Those who want it faster will guard their time by diligently spending time in God's Word, the Bible, diligently listening to podcasts or sermons on YouTube daily, and even writing their thoughts and concerns daily in a journal so they can ask God for discernment on where they need to grow. Do you see a trend here? It's the daily things you do that make all the difference. I do all of the above, and here's a secret. I also listen to the Bible on audio as I sleep at night. This is something that Nate and I have done for nearly a decade, and it has made a huge difference in how fast my faith has grown and how fast I can pull up God's word and be like, no, wait a minute. God says this. I want to align myself up with that. So I dare you to try it. Secret number two, you don't have to be in ministry to grow a deep faith. 
It's true. God created you with the passions and talents that you have for a reason. You don't have to quit your job and go into ministry in a church or another nonprofit that's faith-based just to grow a deep faith and matter more to God. You already matter to Him, just as you are right now. In fact, you're probably positioned in a way to impact more lives right where you're at than if you quit your job and go to church. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes that's what God wants you to do. Sometimes that's something that's been on your heart, and it's been a, a, a life dream to do that. But more often than not, He wants to use you right where you're at, just as you are right now. He sees you, and He loves you, and He says that you are enough. So don't you dare believe the lie that you'll never have a deep faith unless you go into ministry. That's just wrong. Be faithful where you're at and start new habits now. God can use you and he will. And secret number three is that it's okay to admit that you don't know something. One of the most common things that we've heard our clients say over the years usually in a private session or in a private message, is that they don't know what Bible version to start with. And it's always said with this tone of embarrassment to it. And honestly, that breaks my heart because I see the shame that is holding them captive when they say that. And it makes me burn with this righteous anger at the enemy because he has fooled so many of us into thinking that We can't grow our faith unless we do it perfectly and know everything first. Oh, that's not true. Friends, nobody knows all the things when they first get started. In fact, the deeper you dive into things with God, the the less sure you are of the fact that you know it all. Like your relationship with God is meant to be an ever-changing process because he's working on your heart. He doesn't expect you to know it all because you're not God. So, if we can get over this lie from the enemy, this lie of pride and ego that says we have to look perfect with our faith, then God can do crazy amazing things through us. But we've got to be willing to admit that we don't know it. We've got to be willing to admit what we don't know. And we have to let go of the shame and embarrassment of that. So here's what I tell my clients and my friends when they ask the question of what version of the Bible do I start with? The answer is this. Start with the one that speaks to you. Go to a website. Like one of my favorite ones to go to to look up different versions is BibleGateway.com. Or you can have the YouVersion app on your phone, and that pulls up a whole bunch of different versions of the Bible. And look up a favorite verse. Look it up in a few different translations, and then go to Amazon or the bookstore, buy a Bible translation that speaks to you. Simple. No guilt. You can download it right now. You don't even have to go buy anything. No shame. Just a simple action step to get started. So if you need a few other resources and you're like, but I just don't know, Mandy, I need you to hold my hand. That's okay. I've got you covered, my friend. From podcasts to Bible studies to Bible translations, here are a few of my favorites 
that have helped me grow a, de- grow a deeper faith through the years. The first is the Elevation Church podcast by Stephen Furtick. I just really appreciate how real he is. And he's based out of North Carolina. I've had the wonderful privilege of actually visiting his church once. And it, his sermons are just so, so real, like easy to apply to your life. So look him up. You'll know it's him because it's like this orange uh, photo with a picture of him. And so that would be the number one podcast I would suggest. Um, a couple translations of the Bible that I really like are the message translation, the NIV, which is the new international version. I also like the new living translation, the NLT. My favorite lately has been the passion translation. And so I would start with some of those. Look up different verses. What you might notice about the passion translation is that right now, as of what is today, July 9th, 2019, um, that I'm recording this, they only have the New Testament and then Psalms, Proverbs, and Song of Songs. They are still translating the rest of the Old Testament. But seriously, that's a lot to chew on. So dive into that. So here's what I want to leave you with. I don't have this all figured out. I'm not a perfect example of, of having the, the perfect looking relationship with God or, or being super, super spiritual or churchy. I'm not churchy at all, actually. But I'm still this messy work in progress. There are times where the only way that I've, I've actually spent any time in the Bible is when I'm sleeping and it's on audio. There will be seasons of your life where it's a little bit more dry than other times. And that's okay. Like God understands that. He sees your heart. And even in the times where I'm not like studying the Bible intensely, I'm still having an ongoing conversation with him throughout the day. Or, you know, spending time with with podcasts that are still edifying me or worship music that's edifying me and spending time with God. And so I want you to know that there's no perfect way to grow a deeper faith with God. The only thing you need to remember is that it's personal and it's consistent. You don't become besties with somebody when you only talk to them once a year, right? It's the same with God. Think of him as a friend, not a, a mean, uh, judgmental parental figure that wants to hurt you and punish you. No, God loves you. He wants to have a relationship with you. He wants to breathe life into you. That's what I want to leave you with today. You see, I don't pretend to have the best faith or the deepest faith. I don't have it all figured out. And from time to time, I still struggle with doubt and fear. But the one thing I do have is a deep desire to know my creator and make him proud of me. And there are still those icky things in my heart that need to be chiseled out of me. And spending time with God is the only reason I'm able to have a deeper faith. So I pray that this encourages you today. It's a little maybe different topic than you thought it might be. But I just want to remind you that you don't have to be perfect to have a deeper faith with with God. In fact, I love the fact that He uses messy people in extraordinary ways. So 
Be encouraged today by that. And I will spend time with you again next week. Thanks for listening. We will be back with another episode for you next week. For now, if you would take a moment and write a review or subscribe to the podcast, that means the world to those of us who work so hard to produce every single episode. For more information, go to BigBlueCouchCoaching.com or find me on Facebook and Instagram under Big Blue Couch Coaching. A shout out to my hubby, Mr. Nate Anderson, for editing this podcast. And most importantly, I hope that you found something today that gave you the courage to rise up and overcome that thing that you've been facing. You're stronger than you think. I'll see you next week.